Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 298. 298 cool. episodes of the B-Movie Breakdown. You've made it this far. You've been listening this whole time, and you've made it this far. Yeah, so, congratulations to you. It's a wild assumption, but okay. It's like uh, it's like playing like Pac-Man or Donkey Kong or something. Is you know just endless, endless <laughs> levels. And this is the board. This is what board we're on. We're on board 298. We're gonna we're gonna break we're gonna break the record. We're gonna break the record here pretty soon. Whose record? Yeah, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know where that came from, but okay. I mean, this podcast has never reached 300 episodes. That's true. Correct. This, so we're, we're going to break this, the record for the podcast. We're breaking it right now. We're breaking. I was gonna say, we, last week we we're at 297. Now we're at 298. We're breaking records every week on this, this podcast. Is, this is okay. real cool. This is the a cool record thing. breaking podcast. That's what I'm going to refer to it now. Is I'm going to put that <laughs> in the tagline. Uh, the record-breaking podcast known as the B-Movie Breakdown. And it's a weekly podcast where you find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesome and bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie is revealed on the prior episode at the very end of the episode, so you two can join in on the madness. Uh, most of the time, they're available on like Amazon Prime Video, Netflix, or YouTube, or what have you. So um, if you want to uh, get a hold of us, you can do that on the social media at B Movie Breakdown. Uh, that's where we're at, especially on the Instagram. That's probably the place where we're most active. Uh, you could also hit us up on the Twitter. Uh, we're over there sometimes randomly. And uh, you can also uh, email us bmbpodcast at gmail.com. That's bmbpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any movies you made or you want us to watch those or suggestions or. Any sort of things, uh, you can uh, get a hold of us over there. Uh, we forgot to do intros, so I'll just do that now. I'm Corey, and with me, as always. Yeah, I'm Pat. Nope. I'm well, Nick. Well, hi, Nick. That's not. Those aren't the people. Hello, Patrick. They sometimes bodies. I'm Pat. I it's am sometimes bo- Pat. It's one of those uh, one of those I've body switching movies. I don't think have we ever really watched a body swap movie on the podcast? I think we need to. I think we need to dive into one of the, a weird like body swap movie. I feel like that's not. We've never. never well, because they're always it. they're always so weird. There's like and a few like obscure ones. There's like one with Kirk Cameron. I'm pretty sure that when he was like younger, like uh, Growing Pains days. Pretty sure there's one like just like Dad or something. That's what it's called. You or, sure we didn't watch that one? Did he become familiar. a dog at some point? <laughs> oh, we did watch Body Swap. We watched Body Swap where, but he didn't really swap bodies with the dog. He just like the dog no, became him. Like, like he he channeled like the dog. Sort, yeah. He channeled the dog. We need to do yeah. a full uh, body swap movie, like a like the uh, Freaky Friday type of movie, but not necessarily like, Freaky Friday. A lot of them are like that. They're like teen comedies for the most part. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, like, they're what if the kids Cameron one is when he was like a teen and like he swaps into like. What Dad. if an adult? What if an adult is a kid? Isn't this crazy? It's just a lot of questionable age things going on. There was one with like Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman. They peed in the same fountain and they switched bodies. Well, there's that. I don't recall yeah. that one. Mutually, that was a thing. I can't remember what it was called. 
but change the change up or something maybe. Anyways, Sounds it was fair. a thing. It was a thing that existed. But yeah, well, maybe one day we'll get to a, a body sweat movie. But uh, before we get to this week's movie, uh, Nick, do you have any plugs that you want to mention? Do you, Nick? Do you have any plugs you want to mention? <laughs> um, uh, no. Uh, usually, <laughs> well, I like to draw job. and I do art stuff. But uh, no, I said fuck all that shit. I'm not gonna draw anymore. I've given it up. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're, I'll tell you gonna, where you I'm can gonna find sell Nick. my body on the streets. I've decided. Okay. My well, body I'm, I'm Nick art. again. I'm Nick again. Hi guys. This is Nick. That's Pat. <laughs> yeah, it went downhill really fast. Yeah, if I switched bodies with Pat, I would be in trouble. <laughs> I'd just be fucking and sucking, man. Oh my god! <laughs> god. Wow, just just the whole lifestyle change. Not my butthole, dude. <laughs> it's your consciousness in the body. I'm aware. Anyways. If well, you want to be, I'm gonna go switch back. That's, that's if if you want to, yeah. Well, that's the yeah. Hope. Maybe yeah. Never mind. We're not gonna talk about what I would do with your body. Maybe maybe Nick will <laughs> just stay. Maybe Nick will just stay. <laughs> I would mind. try and I would try and quarantine you and my body, and then I would just sit and we'd be like, we're just gonna hang out until this is over. <laughs> okay, I promise I'll do that too. And if you were hanging around looking for things to do, you could always listen to Weird and Feared. It's a creepy podcast about monsters and stuff, supernatural entities, monsters, menace, and mayhem. You can do that and then maybe follow Nick on Scareville Stories on the Instagram. That would be all right, too. But, yeah, listen to creepy stuff at the Weird and Feared. That's where you can find this podcast, all in the same spot. Oh, yeah, all in the same spot, everywhere you get podcasts. And uh, speaking of spooky and weird and creatures and things like that, goes hand in hand uh, with this week's movie. This week on the road to 300, we are traveling on the highway to hell. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. People live, people die. They come down here. I have infinite levels of hell. What you've seen is nothing. Mere kindergarten. It's so easy for me now. People have lost their willpower, their hope. They think the world is going to come to an end. Wishful thinking. The world will last a long, long, long time. To quote the one, the only... Beelzebub, Beezle, the devil, uh, from this week's movie, Highway to Hell. He played, uh, he, he's switching that, switching things up a few times, but mainly he was known as Beezle throughout the uh, the entire movie. Do you think there's anybody that watched this movie and when he said his name was Beezle, somebody was like, didn't get that he was going to end up being... Maybe. I mean, when you say his name is Beezle, he's going to be a demon. He might not be outright Satan. But he's yeah. definitely a, a demonic entity. I kind of felt like, okay, yeah, he's tricking them. He's the devil. He's just... Oh, especially he has powers. And... He is a trickster. There's many layers of demons, so I never assume it's going to be straight up Satan. When it is, I'm always impressed. He looked cool when he had the makeup on. When he had the when he was like the... He did. He was like the devil. Many yeah, practical he... effects were pretty sweet in this movie. Yeah, but Lucy's got... He's got many faces. Yeah, that, it's uh, true. Rachel's demon self, she was horrible. Oh, you didn't think she was sexy? Uh, not particularly. 
But she was like, mmm, 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 yeah, give me, fuck me, whatever. Oh my god. Because <laughs> basically what she was doing was like, screw me, screw my brains out. What if what if uh, Charlie chose that path? What if that was like he was like, all right, I can deal with this. He would have fucked her, and then he would have been stuck down there like Clara. I think Cl- Clara warned him not to do that. Yeah, she made a bad choice. Yeah, she yeah. fucked a demon, I guess. I'm assuming that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I'm assuming her him. choice maybe was slightly different. Maybe she fucked Roy. I think she, she fucked. Be- I think she fucked Sam, because he was she was Sam's girlfriend. But Sam did not go into hell to get yeah, her but- back. They're tricking you, dude. That yeah, could have looked like Rachel. Could have looked like Sam. Could be like, "It's me, Sam. I'm here to save you." Now, suck this dick, baby. Oh, and she's like, "Oh, okay." Oh and my then, god. Uh, she got that demon hard water in her mouth, and that was it. She was she was cursed to be down there with Royce. What a phrasing. <laughs> I decided Bold. to uh, rename. I don't know her. if she was cursed because I feel like she might have been able to escape. You know, had she had the chance. No, she committed. What she chance? she was yeah. pretty. She was pretty much accepting her fate. She knew she she was a lost cause for whatever reason. Yeah, she was. Because I feel like because because be nobody. Because nobody escapes. That's what it is. I feel like she just figured nobody escapes. Nobody gets out of here. Well, it's a lost you, cause. I'm not even gonna try. Can you make a deal with the devil and then escape? Because that's kind of what they did. Yeah, I feel. I feel like Clara's. She was into some shit, and like she's like, I'm stuck here. I'm I don't think here. she was dead either. She went no, there. She, was, she got yeah, caught. She, right. She was and alive. Whole, I'm pretty sure. In between the Joshua trees. Yeah, she got taken as well. So like. She was alive. She just, like I said, she just was like, oh, I've never seen anybody escape. Why should I even try after all these years? I mean, it's been like easily like 40, 50 years or something. She's been or longer that she's been stuck in in on the highway to hell. So board set in the back of Royce's motorcycle. You know, they might have some fun times. She could have. Well, she could have chose when she separated because she talked about how she didn't need Sam. So she might have encountered Roy Royce inside, or maybe she was. Was she? Did she go there with Royce? I wonder. Even too, and then because she was, you know, you know, clearly blowing off Sam, not needing him. But then did that did that condemn her to her fate? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. That might have. I don't know. I feel like Royce. He that guy's been there for a long time, like a yeah. long time. Yeah, I'd he's imagine. been there a while. I feel like way like longer of, than she has. I feel like some sort yeah. of failed creation of Satan's. I feel like he was trying to be like Adam, right? Like he was, uh, he probably he probably kidnapped him as a little boy or something. Or I guess people don't really age down there, so maybe he just kidnapped, took him at that age he was, and was like, "Oh, you're going to be my apprentice." And you know, he f- fucked up, and you know, probably rebelled and went off and did his own. Was so cocky and did his own thing, then Satan didn't like that, so he's like, "Fine, be banished to the." To the highway which, and just live your life which, out on the highway with these maniacs. At least they had a which, dentist with them. Which is literally... <laughs> yeah. But see, that story you described is literally what Lucifer's own father did to him. It's the exact same thing. What a dick. Right. He's so just, so just, Royce he is just, left to do his own thing, but he's not like... He just can't get up to that level. So he's just stuck doing his own little weird gang thing forever because he just can't. He didn't have what it t- takes to. The voice was like the uh, the product of like satanic angst. He's like, oh, God doesn't like me anymore. I'm going to do this to somebody else. Meh. 
Oh, I mean, 100 percent. Yeah, now I'm in charge, and then you just commit yeah. the same mistakes. Lucifer is a jerk. Yeah, but unfortunately, Royce isn't the strongest angel, so he couldn't just kind of do his own. He's just stuck with this creepy undead biker gang. And his uh, short sword, he was swinging around. He was swinging his sword around pretty, pretty aggressively. Which led to his own demise at some point. <laughs> Which might not be the best weapon to have on a motorcycle. No, I wouldn't be carrying that on a motorcycle. You want a projectile if you're on a moving vehicle. You don't want to try and get up to people on your two-wheel death trap as you're in hell with the sword. Right, yeah. And, like, then you're like, hey, it was a cool-looking sword. It was cool-looking. Yeah, but, I mean, it would have been better for shot lasers or something. Yeah, I don't think, uh, did anybody in Royce's gang have any projectile weapons? There was, Royce had the sword, and I think the dentist had that fucking extending dental drill. It was like that a was drill, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Which I understand why they were attacking Charlie. Why didn't Tar- Charlie just run them off the road? He's dicking around the car, like, worried he was going to get hit by him. You're in this giant steel block in hell, what does it matter? Just run them off the road. Right. Just go for it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, I'm not really sure there. It's a kind of a, a weird. Yeah, I don't know. You you would think you would just think you maybe that's just all they could come by though. <laughs> In all of hell, and then the what was the cop? The the hell cop? Is that what he was called? What uh, was the cop? Yes, he was hell cop. Hell cop. They literally called him hell cop the entire movie. Many what times. Were you? Hellcop. <laughs> it was honestly my favorite thing that they just kept calling him Hellcop. Well, I mean, Hellcop was great. Hell City was also pretty impressive. Just he has a name. Sergeant Bedlam was his, like, it said Bedlam on his little oh, yeah, name tag. Which is an but incredible they, name. But they just called him Hellcop the entire time, which was oh. great. I was so glad because I, you know, obviously I'm writing notes and I'm like, okay, Hellcop. And then they just literally keep calling him Hellcop. And it, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Thank you. Yes. There's you so many good terms. What's up? Sorry. You guys know who played Hellcop? No. It's the guy that played uh, Jason in a couple of movies. Oh, yeah. J. Graham. Oh, well, that makes sense, right? I mean, he's yeah. just a guy, big, like, oaf, kind of like, uh, you know. Stoppable walking machine. Oh, he played Jason in one of the best. In He actually only played Jason one time. Um, What's an alliance uh, for? He's... He played Jason in the best one. He played him played him in uh, Jason Lives Part Six. It's pretty cool. What uh? Who's who is Elias for? He's in Vengeance. Is that his brother? Um, then, no, I think this is like a fan film. Oh, is it? And he's yeah, in it the, too. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a fan film that came out last year. Oh, there's porn stars in it. Or porn star esque people. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Porn star asks, so just attractive girls? Um, well, that, but also the way they're dressed. And there were some porn star esque people in this aspects. movie. Those girls, the girls in the cages. Yeah, uh, what kind of club was that? It was like a mobster a hell ran hell club that was also maybe a casino. Yeah. Had the big mobster with like the slot machine thing on him. I don't know, it was kind of interesting. But yeah, that was, that was about 45 minutes into the movie and uh, got some boob action. Totally worth God. the wait. Oh my God. Those were some great uh, hell tits. I love them. Oh my God. <laughs> Everything's hell. 
<laughs> Everything has just had the word hell before. Whatever it is. Hell of course. Hell cop, That's great. Hell car. I, I like hell all, city. The, all the hell services. Like, th- there were services there to, like, quote unquote help, but they were just not helpful at all. They're just shitty. Right. Like, they you called awesome. for, like, distress on the phone that was posted on the road. And they, uh, what was, what was the line? Uh, I wrote it down. It was good. No, that was a different line. But no, he's like, oh, my car's broken down. It's got an oil. I'm like, I guess you're going to have to walk. And they just hung yeah. up the phone. I was like, was oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I did love, honestly, I loved how wacky this movie was. And yeah. it very much felt like a movie, I mean, from that time, all the craziness. And how wacky it was also makes so much sense because the guy who directed this movie also directed Drop Dead Fred. Oh, what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so like the that that kind of wackiness. Uh, this is a, this is actually the follow up to Drop Dead Fred. Is the oh, uh, his his next movie is high is Highway to Hell. Just when you think you couldn't get any better, direct this movie. <laughs> Uh, but for anybody who doesn't, who's never seen Highway to Hell, uh, I had never seen Highway to Hell before watching it here. And sadly, this movie has like, there's like no DVD, there's no Blu-ray. It's just on Amazon Prime right now. That's like the only place it's it's living. Is that why and, there's like no following? I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, it, it does. It apparently it does have a, a decent cult following. I think that's how it made its way onto Amazon. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 it, it definitely deserves more attention, I, th- I think. And, uh, but basically, it's about this guy named Charlie and his uh, soon-to-be bride, Rachel, and they're going to Vegas to elope, and uh, she gets taken by Hellcop. She's a virgin, and uh, Satan wants virgins. And if you go on the, these back roads to Vegas, in between these, these two Joshua trees is like this little Hellcop zone, a little speed trap. And uh, you don't want to get caught by the hell cop. You want to just yeah. keep going. Hell, hell trap. The hell trap. Yeah, the hell, the hell, the hell speed trap. And uh, so, but, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like he has to. Uh, that's like the, without you know diving too deep, like we will. Uh, you know, he has to rescue his uh, fiance. One question I did have though about their um, their situation between Rachel and Charlie. Why was them getting married illegal? Were they uh, underage? Yeah, that was my guess. Like they were both seventeen or something. I 17. thought so too, but I couldn't gauge what age they were supposed to be playing, so I wasn't sure. I know they're you know they're going to Vegas to elope, and they didn't want to tell their parents, and she told her mom. But at one point, he's like, "This is illegal." At first, I thought it was gonna be like they're like cousins or something. <laughs> well, that would have not been a good. That would have not been quite a situation you want to cheer for. No, it's not. But I was like, why is this? It's the only time they mentioned that what they're doing was illegal was in the very beginning in that restaurant. And I just thought it was so. Yeah, I just I just assumed they were high school kids that were not 18 yet. Yeah. And you know what? And, you know, they think that this cop is like following them and he's really not and ends up not that he's he's not following them. And I, I thought that was a nice little twist. But if you don't want to be followed, maybe you shouldn't have a giant pizza uh, thing on the top of your car. Like, maybe you should take that off. If you think, like, you're going to be followed or you think, you know, like, the cops are after you because you're doing something illegal or whatever, you, you need to take that thing. Nunzio's pizza. You need to get that well, off. Well, he was – just because he was going to elope with his beautiful bride-to-be doesn't mean he wasn't going to go back to his job delivering pizzas. 
you think you're not delivering pizzas now, you take that thing off. I think it would cause a lot of drag. It's a giant triangle on the top of your car. <laughs> no, they help. It's huge. No, the pizza. It was like a that beacon. Was part of the, that was part of that was part of the, the getting. You know, that was part of getting the car. You see, they the company helped paid for his car, but it had to be a pizza car all times. So. Oh, okay. So you did free advertisement, and then they pay for your whip. That makes sense. Yeah, basically, it's like yeah, we'll we'll you know what you want this car. All right. We're going to discount this price, but we're going to slap our fucking Nunzio's giant pizza logo on the top of your car <laughs> that hopefully doesn't fly off on the highway and destroy other cars driving or, alongside or, you. Or kill highway. somebody behind you on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody on a bike gets destroyed by a giant pizza. Flies to the windshield and kills grandma. Yeah, it's, it's probably not the safest device to have on the top of your vehicle. No, it's like, yeah, John got killed by a giant piece of pizza. What? Yeah, he was driving <laughs> his bike. What? They bury him with an open casket and the pizza yeah. thing sticking out of his chest. Pizza accident? How in the oh <laughs> that kind of pizza? All right. Pizza shrapnel. Got heart him. attack? Kind of. It went through his heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. <sighs> what an obituary that would read as. I can't hmm. imagine. How do you write that? <laughs> Death from Nunzio's Pizza. That's how you write it. Man, man killed in tragic fake pizza accident. I'm sure Nunzios would uh, cover the charge of the funeral, so that'd be nice, I guess. I they, have, they seem like I the have, kind of place who would appreciate the advertising in the obituary page. They put you in a giant pizza box instead of a casket. Like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> At least it's giant. At least they didn't smash you down into like a normal sized pizza box. They uh, offer to cremate you for free in the pizza oven. They just bake you inside of a stuffed crust pizza, but you're the stuff in the crust. And then your family eats you. Naturally, this, yes, okay. this is what would happen. Naturally, yes. Cool. This is, why would it happen any other way? Why would it? Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine why it would happen any other way. Um, real quick, though, you know, we're mentioning Charlie and Rachel. Uh, Charlie is played by Chad Lowe, Rob Lowe's brother, who looks a lot like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you were watching this and didn't know it was Chad Lowe, you might think it was a slightly off-looking Rob Lowe. And uh, and then Christy Swanson, who played Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the movie, uh, is in this. And there's just a a whole bunch of other people in this movie. You have Lita Lita Ford as the the hitchhiker. Lita Ford looking super hot as the hitchhiker. Uh, So that was that was I did you know obviously had no idea she was going to be in this. So that was pretty sweet. Would have been cool if she would have like like had like a little music num just some like playing guitar or something like hell guitar and like mm-hmm. shot fire out of it or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that just, costs more. Just something absurd. I, I'm just, I'm just surprised, you know, he, right. you know, some a musical talent person, like she could have been playing in that club or something as like the hell, whatever. And band, the uh, hell band, this word hell, the before. hell band. Uh, but then you also had, uh, Ben Stiller was in this movie and his entire family is in this movie. Yeah. Even his sister. It's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, his, good. His sister plays Cleopatra. His dad is like this like cop who is like is he alive possibly? Like one of the people who's alive in the highway to hell. I assumed he was I assumed he was a, just a damned soul. Yeah, because possibly because all, all the other like cops are like cops. dead or corpses in there. Yeah, they're like zombie right. cops. But I felt like, I thought maybe he was like in one of the, another one of those alive type people i don't know anyways he uh, he played this like cop amongst all these other zombie cops and his mom was this like dead zombie waitress at this uh place called pluto's and ben stiller was the cook 
That was my that, favorite character, that, by the way. Yeah, he was fantastic. <laughs> and uh, he also played Attila the Hun. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, oh, here he is weird. again. Yeah, like, oh, Jesus. But I think the best, like, cameo out of any cameo in this movie is easily Gilbert Godfrey as Hitler. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect guy to play Hitler. That's, that was great. And then he Seriously. was denying he was Hitler the entire time. Yeah, he's time. not Hitler. He, he would not admit not that he was Hitler. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. I was yeah, like, was man, good. they couldn't have picked a better person to play Hitler. I could. I was laughing he's, so hard. He when was he saying he was some kind of teenager. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like Gilbert. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really good. Yeah, the, the, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't believe how many people were in this movie for just being this like. It's such a wacky, crazy movie, and I mean, I, you know what I mean. Like, there, you know, it didn't make a lot of money, and it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even think it was barely released in any sort of theaters because the gross is way too low for it. For it to have been in a movie theater, to have been a wide release, it now had is to, the time. Yeah, it can like, it totally, can be broadcast to everyone's home. So now's the time. Yeah, now's the time for Highway to Hell to truly to truly shine. Yeah. Thirty now, years yeah, it's later. Just very weird that you know, even especially Ben Stiller, because like at the time, you know, starting to like be, you know, have his own show and he's writing movies and uh, like things like Heavyweights and you know. Yeah, that's why I was surprised you know, to see him in it up and coming kind of guy at, at this point in time. And then he's in this movie as this like demented cook cooking. I can only assume is probably human parts. Yeah. I like how he was cooking outside on the sidewalk. So hot it is, man. Just cause <laughs> it was so hot. <laughs> it's pretty he's so, great. He was so upset that she didn't want to, the ribs. He made those ribs and she didn't he's want to. And the best part about, the best part about things like this is because it's hell. So, like, it's a different dimension. So what you're seeing is just, like, how it – almost how it just, like, looks to you. It's just you have no idea what's really going on here in some ways because you're in hell. It's vague. It's crazy. You don't know what this does. Yeah, Who that is was this? nice. I like that. It wasn't like it's, fire and brimstone. No, it's pretty good. You know what this movie reminded me of, actually? It reminded me a lot of uh, Labyrinth. Yeah, similar. So, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's because of the you know, crazy it's like, you meet on the way. and somebody's, yeah, somebody's like, kidnapped. It's not somebody's a child, kidnapped so and they got to go through a, these all these like different teenager. stages and yeah, and it's like and they're they, going through all these different stages and things and he and he kind of does. He goes to this place and he meets these people. He meets these people. These people help him. These people don't. You don't know who to trust. And it, yeah, it kind of that's the feel I got. It was like this labyrinth. I bet that probably goes back all the way to Alice in Wonderland. I bet because Alice oh, in I'm sure. Exactly oh yeah. Like that. Oh yeah. And you can go further even to Dante's Inferno when Dante goes through all these layers of hell, oh, there you step go, yeah. after step, right. after step. And then and then here we are with Highway to Hell. So you know, uh, full full circle there. It's just as impactful as Dante's Inferno. Oh, even more so. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. You're probably right. I, I think this is probably college people, courses on this movie, I bet. Yeah. For anybody who's seen this movie, their life was greatly impacted. Like, like it changed their entire lives. Our lives are going to change now. Do you think anybody wrote their thesis for their doctorate on this movie? Hopefully. I bet. You, could, go into, you could have some fun with this one. Oh, yeah, you could. Chad, uh, Chad Lowe I mean, probably wrote his thesis on this movie. <laughs> That's how I you mean, Hell Cop alone. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole, he's a whole thesis. He was, he was supposed to be like uh, Terminator and RoboCop, right? Rolling yeah. the one. I mean, Hellcop is stealing innocence for the devil. 
What does that say about? Oh, how about things? his literal handcuffs? I love those. Those They're were good. awesome. Oh, they were. That was hilarious. That was amazing. The second yeah, he grabbed him, I was like, look at those fucking cuff. things. Yeah, but, like, they don't, they're not that great when you just dump hot tea in them. They're like, oh, no. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, no. Or when, you do, or when you do anything to them, step on them, whatever. <laughs> they're, like, they're pretty much useless because they have some sort of feeling still in them. Yeah, they're like, uh, I'm like ow, ow. They got a hell of a grip, though. Oh, hell grip. Oh, oh, hell oh grip. shit. That was intentional. <laughs> it fucking made it way in, in my brain. Nice. The, uh... Yeah, but the, you can almost make like a whole prequel type movie with just Hellcop because prior to this, he had a, seemed to have a great record and was pretty yeah. great at what he did. I don't know why things fell apart for him this time where he was being sloppy. He's just been doing it for too long, and because <laughs> well, he because the true I mean true love the point is true love wins. I think Charlie like they, just had too much help. That's my guess. Well, I mean, he's but he's slipping like right from the get go. He lets her get out of that uh, that that cafe before Charlie even shows up. Yeah, and oh, his yeah, car that's fall- true. Yeah, fucking true. Jerry fucking got up in his shit. But I see, much fault. like a Jason though, I don't think Hellcop's really worried about. It. He's like, ah, fuck it, I'll get her. And then he's like, oh no, I'm not yeah. going to this time. Yeah, because how else? I mean, she didn't have a device to leave really, right? And he didn't no. know that. He didn't know about. Uh, and- Charlie's car. Right? And honestly, yeah. and honestly, in the uh, in the end, he could have. I mean, he he could have won out, but it was just the team of of uh, Rachel and Charlie. Their, I mean, their love was too. Their love for each other was too strong to be denied by fucking Hellcop. And most of the time, the um, when these girls get taken, the guy who is, or if they're with another person, who knows them? Sometimes they might be by themselves. But nobody ever goes in after them. Yeah, I think Sam, he was probably the only one to go in after him, and he failed. That's my yeah, he guess. Tried, he, but fucked up. I thought he said he didn't go in. Well, why do you have the car then? That was kind of... Because he was getting ready. Or he maybe... He, I mean, he could have been ready. Waiting He's for like the 60 time. years old. <laughs> He's waiting a long time for the time somebody <laughs> could go in and take care of what he couldn't do. Oh, okay. Yeah, he couldn't do it. He, he you know, he didn't know what to do. He, yeah. you know... He figured it out over time by staying there and watching and studying and and whatnot. And he, you know he had the shotgun ready, he had the car ready. He uh, the car. I mean, having the car though didn't really matter much because it got him. It didn't it got do him there shot. though. That's more than yeah, but anybody any, else did. Any car could have got him there. Is that true? I don't he even said he, driving he, he even said this. your Ford Pinto will get you there, but it won't get you back. But right. what what got them back was not his car, so it really wouldn't have mattered what car. It was had. exactly his car. It had the special nitrous or booster, whatever he had in it. Yeah, the nitrous, I think. That's exactly what got them home was his car. Oh, it was that car. Why did I think it was a different car? Because it was falling. It was they drove apart. The, the helicopter car for a second. Because they maybe that is why. Because they did they did drive the helicopter car for for a quick second there. Yeah. Which by the way, the helicopter car was fantastic. Uh, yeah, I awesome. love the way it, that it looked. It was like this weird boxy like shape to it. Yeah. Uh, I you, love that it didn't have handles. Your, yes, I was gonna say. Did you like? Did you? Do you wish your car had retractable handles that you open by waving your arms oh, around? Dude, that'd be fucking tits. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, you just do your little whoop, whoop, and then you just go. You know, you get. Like, yeah, that yep. was fantastic. I I I loved uh, I loved everything about Hellcap. Every yeah, from the helicopter, awesome. from, from being a helicopter to having a helicopter car. I liked like the runes on his face that were carved into his skin. Those were sweet. Yeah, 
He's pretty great. He's a great character that oh, uh, yeah. exists. Hell yeah, Hellcop. And so think about this. Satan just invents a Hellcop? Like, what? what is the origin of Hellcop? How did this happen? He right, watched like, that's what fucking, um, what do you call it? Terminator Ro- and Robocop. <laughs> He's like, I got this. <laughs> like, oh, I got a great idea. He went to the future and watched them and then came, went back in time and yeah. created Hellcop. Because Hellcop's been around for a long time. Long yeah, time. well, he's the devil. He yeah. can do whatever the fuck he wants. Time is, time is different. Yeah, angels can see some some parts into the future. Yeah. Claire so was living down there at the age of 20 for 40 years, so. Satan would have these abilities. And that's Satan's problem, too. He always liked to, he likes to fuck around. And that's what he, and that's what bites him in the ass every time because he likes to fuck around. Well, he gets bored. Because in the end, in the end, he's, in the end, he's lonely and sad and just <laughs> wants to hang out. That's all he wants to do. <laughs> well, he got kicked out him? of his own house because he threw a temper tantrum. Yeah, his own house. <laughs> Dad's like, you got to move out. He's like, I ain't doing that. He's like, damn straight, or Michael, attack your brother with this sword. Got it, Dad. Shit. Then beats the shit out of him, sends him down. And then wow. he's like, well, we're having own kingdom, but it's a kingdom of nothing. Well, at least he got a bunch of freaks to hang out with. That seems Yeah, at least I get to make fun of Royce and how stupid he is. Hey, Roy- Royce was... I liked the character of Royce. Royce had one of my favorite lines in the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, at one point, uh, Rachel calls him a, a bastard. And he goes, down here, that's a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote that down too. That was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I just and love that's the delivery. The, the delivery of that alone. Yeah, the delivery was really good. Perfect. Yeah, actually, the one with the best lines was probably Ben Stiller as that that fry cook. He was he great. had some good ones. Vegetarian bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Oh. But yeah, comments like that are why Satan's like, "You're not. I'm not using you for my nefarious purposes, Royce. You're <laughs> not what I need to deal with." Yeah, he was too. You're whiny. not gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna be the you're not gonna be my antichrist with that attitude. Yeah, no thanks, sense. Royce. I wouldn't have picked him either if I was him. No, but I mean, yeah, he was laying all the traps. He was healing. Bezel, Satan was healing. Charlie. Yeah, that's I mean, why he I was, was just again. He's just heavy. He's just messing around. Yeah, he's just you know he is the ultimate ma- manipulator, right? Was it? What was up with that scene? I think it's where Charlie discovers that Adam's in his car, and uh, there's like they're throwing people into that meat grinder. Yes. Like what was like everybody down there is a sinner, correct? Then why are they like killing some people? Other people get to live. I didn't understand that part. It's just it's just a resource. I know the one guy let his kid drink uh, bleach. 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 I'm pretty sure. Like to learn. She had, a a, she had to learn a lesson somehow. I yep. guess. He just let her drink it. He didn't even stop her. He says what I he mean, said. He goes, I, he, didn't, uh, he didn't feed it to her. That's kind no, of that seems he, like a personal responsibility saying, thing there. Saying that you let somebody do something means that you had the opportunity to stop them. Yeah, yes. they're in control. They're in control of their own actions. He's a little child. <laughs> well, she's learned something, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She learned that her dad went to hell and she went to heaven. He's. I just imagine his. Did, did her, he I imagine. I just imagine Dad just watching. He's like, in his head, he's just like, shouldn't do that. <laughs> Why are you doing that? But doesn't say anything out loud. 
He looked like a cool guy. He looked like he had other sins going on anyways. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like some lawyer sin. No, he watched his kid drink bleach. Yeah, that was funny. Like, oh, not really nice. funny, but I'm saying like, <laughs> the reason he was down there was funny. I was like, oh, I didn't expect that. I thought he was like some sort of corporate asshole. Yeah, which he probably was. I mean, yeah, that's too. And I loved how there was so much attention to detail in this movie too. Even in that meat grinder scene, all the people who worked there, they looked different. They were like different demon types yeah, well, in every sort of uh, place that they went to, I, who worked in various places. So they almost had like weird, like Andy Warhol hair on the top of their yeah, heads. Yeah, I don't know. Was it that was like a really Japanese weird. style demon? Because I feel like I've seen that before in like anime. Like demons I mean, you, with that kind of hair. Possibly. That was my guess. I don't know. But yeah, they had the, like the weird white like mop head fucking uh, wigs on. But it was like on top of their hair. You could see yeah, their regular hair. Yeah, it was on top hair. of their hair, wasn't it? Right? Yeah. Yeah. You could it see was like their a, regular hair. A wig that was like two sizes too small on top of their head. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then a hard hat on top of that. Yeah, those guys are awesome. Yeah, and they were just chopping those people up, tossing them in that meat grinder. The meat yep. grinder wasn't doing that good of a job, though. It was, like, pumping out, like, whole pieces. No, yeah, it didn't. I think those pieces were kind of alive, too. That leg stood up. It didn't matter. Kinda, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's the hits held. Their souls or parts of souls, just energy. Well, and they had to get, that's where What's-His-Face uh, is getting his meat. Ben Stiller. That's where he's getting his meat. Oh, that, that makes sense. Oh, I, I just read in the trivia, Ben Stiller ad-libbed all of his dialogue. Yeah, so makes sense. That makes sense. But also, I mean, he's also <clears throat> like it's he's also a writer, so I get that he would. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, yeah, you're the chef. Okay, I, I got I got this. All right. Yeah, like I want to know though, like what's the affiliate? I c- I tr- couldn't find anything about the affiliation with this movie and the Stiller family. Like why? Yeah, would yeah, clearly that? there. Yeah, there clearly was one. Yeah, well, they're yeah. like yeah. Yeah, they're definitely friends or something with somebody, but like. I could not. There was no in, trivia or information on the like connection there or how that came about. It's just so so bizarre. Yeah, I don't get it. But oh, I I'm, I'm happy they were there. And oh, actually, yeah. uh, Nick, I think you'll like this little bit of trivia that the inspiration for Hellcop's face, like all like the carvings and stuff on his face. Yes. Uh, were uh, from Clive Barker. The makeup artist was inspired by Clive Barker from Books of Blood. Makes sense. And, uh, you know, He's what a, was the, Remember could... we, we watched that, the, the latest Hellraiser movie that came out, and there was that guy. He was like the collector or something. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Remember his his head kind of looked like that. It's true. The, the, the goggles. Yeah, this guy, Hellcop is just a Cenobite who got a day job. <laughs> he's like oh okay i can do this he's like all right pinhead he's like pain is pleasure that's fine but how would i get a nine to five what do you think <laughs> yeah all right i'll do this give me a badge and a gun and make it real scary my gun make it do lots of scary stuff yeah make my gun look real scary and cool and can i have a car that and can i have a car that looks like it's about of the 1990s mario brothers movie yes you can did, uh, <laughs> did that gun send you, you can have like that a- deeper pit of hell is that what it was doing because it would shoot you well, and it think like it, it would open up a hole and shoot you down well i think it depended on like what kind of what you were because if you were alive i mean um charlie's his soul was strong enough to not you know it, did, it couldn't get yeah. through his soul so i imagine if you're dead 
I mean, you're just gonna, yeah, it might just evaporate your soul. Because it didn't kill Hellcop when he was shot, but it definitely like sent him away. So I don't know. But then again, Hellcop's power was in his glasses. Yeah. So there's that. I'm just figuring things that, out loud as I talk about them. It only defeated Hellcop in that like scenario, which wasn't even a real thing. But also in that scenario, his goggles, everything else teleported, but his glasses did not. They were left intact. And his boots, his boots and his belt stayed. They did. They didn't vanish either. I thought everything vanished, but his goggles. No, oh, and I then, wrong. and then eventually they vanish and go back to him, but his boots stay. Right. So yeah, his boots, boots. Yeah, they. Um, maybe those were real. Maybe those were from the real world. He went. Oh, you think so? A, a, yeah, he went to a boot store one day. He had. To, well, he just had to. He re- went to a boot was, store one day. It was like a video game. He responded, "Yeah, I'm not going to comment." He went to a boot store one Welcome day. Welcome to the local <laughs> boot store. How can I help you? Um, I and like boots. If they're in like <laughs> the desert and like Texas and stuff like that, there could definitely be like there's definitely boot stores. Does it say boot store on the front of the on the front of the uh, yeah the building? The one that he went to, yes, it was called. It's actually called the boot camp. The boot camp. camp. No, it's too clever. See, I got the Texas Boot Company. Kevin Deer's no. Boot City. Oh, that's a popular one. There's a couple of those. There is one called Boot the Boot Store. There is literally a in Baton Rouge, oh. Louisiana, the Boot Store. Oh, well, great. That's and then, it, and then there's a there's a couple of places called the Boot Store. Well, I'm glad you knew that when you said you went to the Boot Store. I did. I definitely. I yeah, definitely. Uh, Pat was showing us a picture before. Uh, not everybody can see this. Uh, Pat was showing us a picture he drew. Of the character Sam. Um, yes. Whoa. Um, <laughs> it's pretty close to the camera there, man. <laughs> He's watching you. Uh, the character Sam was like kind of like the guiding force for Charlie to go into the 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 highway to hell, and his uh, his girlfriend or fiance or wife or whatever, uh, Clara, was taken into the the highway to hell, and he was played by this old man named Richard Farnsworth. Uh, he was in a ton of movies, very recognizable from, I mean, he, the guy's been in so many things. It's, you've, you've definitely seen him in something. Um, but he, he's also was nominated for a few Academy Awards for acting. Really? Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Not just some goofy looking guy that you decided to draw on your, uh, your thing. He's also in another movie, uh, the name of which I won't say, but I'll, I'll maybe I'll, Send you a message with it later on. Uh, we won't what? talk about that right now. Because <laughs> I, 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 uh, when I said whoa, it wasn't because Pat was zooming the thing in. It was because I was reading the name of this movie that he was in. I was like, whoa. Uh, but, okay. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, it was in the 70s, so it's okay. No. Um, oh, no. I found it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it later. He, he was also in Blazing Saddles, though. He was a... So, so Dude, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know what, though? In all def- in, in uh, defense of the title of this movie that you're... People can figure it out if they go search Richard yeah, Farnsworth. Yeah, he'll um, know. They would put that in the title of movies in black exploitation movies to get people to see the movie. Oh boy! Oh, just throw um, that that word in there. Yeah, because there's one with Fred Williamson called uh, 
boss something. Oh, okay. Uh, it's yeah, actually a fantastic uh, black exploitation western. Uh, but they would, yeah, they would just put that in the title of movies uh, to get like attention. This one's in the same vein of a black exploitation western. The poster is awesome for this movie. Yeah, the poster is awesome. It's an, it's probably an awesome black exploitation movie. Fred Williamson is in this. Wow. I was literally just mentioning Fred Williamson, and yes, he's in dude. this. So Fred Williamson rules. He was uh, he was in one. There's one called Hammer that he was in. That's one of like the best ones he was in. Um, and uh, anyways, um, but, but I don't know how we get back to uh, Highway to Hell from from that. But we uh, but yeah, if you want to know what we're talking about, you'll figure it out. Uh, there was also another person in this movie too. Was the guy who played the Ice Cream Man was oh, yeah. the guy who played Sloth in the Goonies. Actually, I think he was just the stunt man for Sloth. Oh, I thought he was the one who played him. I well, researched there you go. Nope. There you go. You did you did more research. He was the stunt man for Sloth. There we go. I believe that's what it was, yeah. This guy did a lot of stunts in a lot of movies. Oh, the that's... car stunts in this movie were actually kind of outrageous. There was a lot of flying cars flying through the air and I mean horrible crashes. The... The um the main car that Charlie drove when it first he was ripping around in the doing full like one eighties yeah. in the street like oh my god that thing is a tank what are you doing with this yeah that's an old ass car too that's just a big hunk of metal pretty much that's kind of right scary. I, I would imagine metal, driving yes. one of those like that was kind of a little freaky <laughs> it yeah, can't a, be the same a, as driving a car now it's a, no it's a literal death trap plus too did that have power steering in it. There's it no had, way, right? Yeah, originally, no. There's no way. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that'd be that'd be kind of freaky. Just but I'm sure pull... it was fun. Oh, I'm sure it was. But yeah, scary. That'd be a scary car to drive. Badass um, car to drive. But... Speaking of Charlie's car and when it broke down, did you like the name of the uh, the triple A uh, that Bielzel Bielzel yeah, was I driving? Was... Well, Can it was Anarchy bye something, bye. correct? It was Anarchy Armageddon Annihilation. That's what there his AAA go. stood for. That's pretty, awesome. that's pretty good. I can dig it. Yeah, that's um, pretty great. But there was a lot of know, cool... There was, so there's a lot of cool names spread throughout that film. Especially during the final chase scene. All these exits. Did you see those? Yeah. Did you write any of those down? Because these are some of your choices in hell. You can go to Pandemonia, Inferno, <laughs> Styx Expressway, which also takes you to the River Styx, Pit of Misery, oh nice, Depths of Despair, Gluttony, and there was a glare on my screen, so I missed missed that one. Did you get that one by chance? I didn't. I did not. All right, because that's a lot though, and I feel like. That's an interesting road, and also everybody drives Volkswagen Beetles in hell. Yeah, what was up with that that Beetle think, rally? What the hell is that? Like, I mean, I could read into it, write a whole thesis about how it's like pest and like in, insect invasion and just disease and. I thought well, it was a like, to uh, Fahrenheit uh, four fifty one because everybody drives Volkswagens in that, and it's kind of like a post apocalypse. Oh, that, that, that's good. That's cool too. I was thinking more like, uh, you know, in Mallrats, they always talk about like, oh, they screw, he screwed me, 
he took me somewhere really unco- wanted to screw me somewhere really uncomfortable, like the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> so that they're that they're really uncomfortable cars. They're really like uncomfortable. That and that's, and that's what they have to do is drive these uncomfortably small cars. Maybe they just fuck in the back of them for eternity. <laughs> oh my god! That's like a designated driver. Uh, that's you know, that's a pinhead's there for that. He's like pain is pleasure. Like maybe not here, pinhead. Yeah, get out of here. In the back of a Volkswagen? What if you're a masochist, though? You're all about that. Well, yeah, then you become, you know. Yeah, then you're the Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank, too, and how We don't need to be Uncle Frank. Nobody ever about to. What about the ad that Rachel watched in the back of the cop car for that beer that sucks? It was Sticks really beer. Bitter. <laughs> it was Sticks beer. That was great, dude. And it was it was it was, like, it was made from the water from the river of Sticks. Yeah, but it was like also like, uh, but yeah, I love that. I love that little ad. I don't know why it was in the back of a police car, but whatever. That's where it was, right? It was playing on the TV in the back. Yeah, when she had the TV, she had the TV on in the back of the hell cop car, mm-hmm. and uh, for. <laughs> For reason, <laughs> uh, that beer commercial was playing, uh, but it was pretty. I I liked that. I liked even the commercial where it was like about her life, her her life. You know. Oh you yeah. Could have, you could be this way if you go back, but you could be this way if you don't go back. Yeah. Yeah, you could stay. You could stay in hell and just play the fiddle real good. What? <laughs> the devil went down to Georgia. Come on. Yeah, I know, yeah. but like, that's all I get to do down here. I don't know why it was for her though. Is she a fiddle player in real life? Is that Again, a character? The devil's, the, the devil's mean, bias is coming through. He's like, you'll, you'll like everything I like. Won't you know? In the end, they had that. Did you see the wrap up in the end? They said what happened in their lives. Yeah, we'll get there. I I took pictures of it, so I have the oh, okay. entire thing. Right. Yeah, I uh, yeah I reacted off. very very visibly to that alone. <laughs> I, just... <sighs> I liked it. Yeah, is there, is there too much? Is there a such thing as too much after nah. story? Nah. A little, a little bit, a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> real quick though, you know, I was talking about people who played different characters in this, and the, the ice cream man was ridiculous. Uh, oh you know, that. he he had a whole shot through his face. Uh, but also, there was a dog in this movie named Mr. Ben, and uh, but the dog's real name is not Mr. Ben. I know Nick loves this when the dog is not named the same as what it's named in real life. I mean, they're they're also actors. Uh, the, this dog's name, real name was Rags. Okay. I think I saw that. Rags. It was there. Mr. Ed, Rags the dog. The dog Why would you name your dog Rags? Rags wow. played Mr. Ben. This is kind of raggedy. Who knows? And I mean, considering the connection with the Stillers, was it named after Ben Stiller? Was Mr. <laughs> ben named after Ben Stiller? Oh, yeah. He played I don't two know. roles in this film. I don't know. <laughs> he, played two, he played two roles in this film. And the dog was named Ben. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, some sort of weird, weird connection there. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's his double life. He's actually a dog, and then uh, he plays dog characters in movies. You know what you're talking Rags. about. Um, or Ben Stiller. No, ben, ben Stiller's second. <laughs> Rags. Okay. It's Rags. That's, his, that's yeah. his alias. <laughs> ben Stiller's alias is Rags. It was really a, <laughs> he was really dressed up in a dog costume. Yeah, Imagine it was a if you really were, great dog costume. 
That's like a fucking. That's like a mobster name for like a guy who always dresses nice. Hey, rags. You know, because like oh, it's the opposite. It's ironic. It's the opposite, right? Well, I made up that character now, so you're welcome. (laughs) Can't wait to see a picture of him. Yeah, his rags is pretty fucking cool. He's got a scar across his face. He's actually just held cop in his suit, working for the mob. He switches sides completely. I can dig that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sides, they're both assholes. I was gonna say he doesn't hide his. He doesn't hide this affiliation. When we were talking about the the Volkswagens before, did anybody notice one of the cool bumper stickers? No. No. Um, One of them. Say, welcome to hell. Uh, Pontius is my co-pilot. <laughs> yes, I did. Dude, what? It's a good film. There's a that lot of good is things. a great <laughs> sticker. That's uh, amazing. I saw, I saw that. I saw that bumper sticker, and that made me laugh really hard. I mean, that one. <laughs> does that would that be? Is is that going to be our first B and B merch? Is that what we have to do? <laughs> the bumper sticker that says Pontius <laughs> is my co-pilot. That's great. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was that, uh, one of my. I can just my, see that. I mean, that's something people would. That's something. That's I like that is that. something you could sell. People, people would definitely. Uh, yeah, it's not copyrighted. This movie is barely. I mean, it's just a phrase. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite, like little mint, like hidden things in this movie was was that bumper sticker. It was just so ridiculous. Uh, you know, it was kind of weird though. The only scene that felt kind of out of place, just because it's like they didn't, I didn't feel like they didn't have to do this. Was that three-headed dog? Cerberus. Man, you need Cerberus. It's just, it sticks. They're going into Hades. I know. I just meant like the claymation part. Like everything else was like so well done with like the the, the practical no. effects, and like the claymation I mean, dog was just kind of like. But this <laughs> is the kind of like they could have done something the, else there. No, it was very this, movie, the this is the kind of sure. movie. This is the kind of movie that needed a claymation Cerberus. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, needed it. Just and I mean, it combines you know all the sounds of the late '80s, early '90s, and the way it looked. And then you have a, a claymation dog, which claymation was all the rage to do things like that. I mean, fuck, claymation was all the rage for since cinema existed, basically special effects stuff like that. So we get a cool, wild. Claymation Cerberus that, when compared against a real dog, looks even better. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was like a Rottweiler Cerberus too. Yeah, he had spent some time in hell. He might have been cooked a little bit. Some modernizations and stuff that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I mean um, Cerberus rules. I like the fact that he was just distracted by a dog pissing. Yeah, that really, that really threw <laughs> him off. Cerberus, this is what you, this is all you're doing, and this is your purpose, and you're fucking up. He doesn't see many other dogs, many other real dogs. That's a good point, yeah. How many dogs go to hell? Probably not many. <laughs> yeah. No, all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> right, I was just going to say, all dogs go to heaven, man. Come on. You know this. Oh, Give us a picture. Cats don't go to, cats, not all cats go to heaven, though. Oh, man, my kitty just died. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I didn't kinda, say your cat didn't go to heaven. She was, was kind of mean, too, so maybe. <laughs> oh, my. Well, then, let's see. That's not, don't, well, don't do that. He's probably trying to hang- it's probably it's probably in line for the meat grinder. Oh no, no. dude! <laughs> no, Pat's cat is in a is not in the meat grinder. That's not nice. No, in line. The line's really long. Oh, okay. I was just I was actually just torture. thinking. You gotta wait in right. a giant line, and then you get to the front, and you think you're you know you're oh what's that what's that what's this giant line? That's why people just get in it. That's that's the reason, Pat. You're wondering why was this meat grinder? People just get in a line. They're like, oh, what's this line for? And it's like so long, and they just wait. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they're just they're just sheep. Yeah. 
I can't. And then by, by the time they get to the front, they're like cat. screwed. No. Well, I was thinking of a very specific cat, but even that's mean because even that cat's a nice kitty, but it's an asshole sometimes. But that's because they get a special VIP room, I think, that they get all the treats. Kitty cats, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think so because they're like, you don't want to fuck with us. Like, no, we don't. I'm sure Satan's down with cats. He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. What the fuck you want to do? Yeah, he's like, I'm I like your it. style. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, he's like, I'm a rebel too. Let's hang out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Meow. He's got cats all over the place. What's with all the cats, Satan? It's like, they get me. It's like, all right, dude. <laughs> okay. All right. He's always cleaning yeah. cat hair off of his stuff. Yeah, he's like, he's oh, dude. He's like, I love you guys. He no, wouldn't be that sloppy. He wouldn't get like all those cats could be all over him. Yeah, but he'd love it though. He'd be like, oh, my case. <laughs> I can see oh. that. Oh, give me yeah. that Kiki. I can, yeah, uh, I can picture oh, that. Oh, Kiki down by the Wawa. I don't know if you, uh-huh. I don't, yeah. <laughs> um, one one character we really haven't like talked about too much was Adam. And man, what kind of fucked up things like? How long was was why? Satan, why? How long was Satan like eyeballing this kid from below, and then? Caused his family to get into a wreck and then killed the all of his family and then took him. Yeah, how does that even work? How else is he supposed to make steal innocent souls? I don't know. How is he? How else? I mean, he has that power, but that's the thing. Was is Adam really that innocent? Like, what's going? What does Satan know that? That's what I. I kind of got a shit. Like he he was had in. Yeah, he had inert, potentially childlike killer instincts, and Satan's like, I can master this. Well, or he was just, I mean, earth, so. Yeah, right? That could have at least Adam upon the world. But I also thought about yeah. the fact that his name was, his name was Adam, and he, yeah. was, he was trying to groom somebody with the first man's to become whatever he was going to be- make him become. So yeah, that was like kind apprentice. of a thing. Are, are we yeah. to believe then, like, he did the same with, like, Hitler? Like, he groomed him first? I don't think. Well, I mean, he's, his forces would be at work if we believe this kind of. But I don't yeah. think he groomed him because he wasn't he wasn't going to. Like, Hitler was just in a VIP room where bad guys go. He wasn't, you know, being groomed to potentially take over hell. Yeah, he's just hanging out in this fucking casino. Which, like, did Lucifer, did, did. Still invent a time when he fucking retired. Well, you're doing this all eternity. You're not going anywhere. Like, his, uh, like to replace him, his apprentice. Like, what do you? Where do you go? You can't get another job in a different hell. <laughs> He's bored, dude. He's got things outside the box. I mean, I just envision like full on Antichrist because Royce kept wanting to go back and he wasn't ready because if he was going back, he was going back as an Antichrist. And yeah. the Devil's like, no, nah, you're not. You're not doing that. But Adam. Adam could have came and waged havoc on the earth, maybe. Uh, when you're down there for a tourney, you can take your time with shit like that. Yeah, you're in no hurry. That's why you dick around and play fucking racing games. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, you <laughs> you want to make sure his antichrist is perfect, dude. That's true. You can't release a uh, flawed apocalypse. I wanted to talk about uh, one of Royce's members. He's got a motorcycle jacket. Really, really nice jacket. It's a leather jacket. On the back, has got a. Uh, a demon shooting lightning bolts out of his mouth. That's amazing. That was very nice. I want that. But the rest that. of his, I don't know. I, what was up with his gang? They were all like, like Alice like Cooper things. was there. What the was? Who was that guy? 
Yeah, they all have their own little things. There was one that was like kind of like a clown. They all had their own little like little quirks as part of like a gang. They all you know, they all played their own little role. Silly one. Cranky. I kind of thought like maybe they were like leaders of other gangs and they just formed into his. You know, just because they were <laughs> so like themed. I like that idea that he unified the gangs and they became all the leaders of the and ruling then, council. And then they just kind of said fuck you to him. And they all just yeah, like, they're not going to, they, they totally yeah, abandoned when he decided, him. When he, when he decided to go up against the devil, they're like, we're not doing that. Yeah, he, he wanted to... Are you silly? He wanted to kill the devil and then he decides, no, well, fuck this, I'm going to get out too. And he might have had the chance to get out because in the final race, basically it's it's Charlie and Rachel and Adam versus Hellcop to try to see if they can actually escape from hell, from the highway to hell. Mm-hmm. And Royce is trying to get in on the, some of that action to escape because he's been trying to leave forever. And um, is that Clara, Clara, yeah, he mentions like, why don't you just let me leave? Like, you know, like when, what do you know, you're going to let this guy leave and you're not going to let me leave. He kept saying that. He kept being like, oh, this guy? You're going to let this guy do this? So does he want to leave just to get the fuck out of there? Or does he want to, like, yeah, uh, he's still, carry yeah, he's out still alive. will? No, I think he just wants to get out of there. He just, uh, he's still alive. He's not, you know what I mean? He's just stuck here, and he wants to get the yeah. fuck out. Um, but eventually, Clara um, aids in, in, you know, sacrificing herself. And then she kind of, like, shrivels up. At the end. And she like disappears. I think is that what happened? Yeah, maybe she went to heaven because she sacrificed herself uh, that so been. that so that Rachel, Charlie, and Adam can uh, could escape. Yeah, not really clear how like death works in the uh, underworld. I wasn't really sure. No, she they are alive, not. I would think. Yeah, because you don't know how death works as far as the people who are actually still quote unquote alive. Yeah. So, uh, but I assume I, dead, that, like, I assume like her like, shriveling up and disappearing means she's no longer in hell. And I guess she obviously wasn't going back to Earth, so... She's going to purgatory, maybe? I would assume she just went to heaven, I, I, but I don't, I'm not really sure. But yeah, the, I mean, that's it, it a happy ending like you would think it does, right? The Rachel and Charlie and Adam escape mm-hmm. the, the clutches of hell, even though Hellcop does come through at the end. Oh, uh, yeah, he does. And murder, murders, murders an actual cop. Yeah, Jerry, kill should have... He just threw him on the roof and he died. Just saying. I was oh, kidding. That guy probably died. He didn't rip him apart. He just grabbed him and threw him on the roof. I thought, you know what I mean? Like, that's survivable. This is true. Now, now when it's from Hellcop. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. They seem to let a lot of people live. Fuck their yeah, mission. Right, yeah. Uh, but this is also when we learn that, like, the glasses, like, that's the key to, uh, to Hellcop's. Uh, all his power and, and glory there is is behind the glasses. And he, the uh, and, the eyes of the window of the soul. Yeah, she shoots those. Uh, Rachel shoots those glasses off, and he turns into like this beam of light comes out of him, and he just like explodes into a, a billion pieces with his boots still just sitting there. Yeah, you get those Which awesome are, tough boots from the boot store. Uh, his fucking boot store boots. But oh. also, I thought it was badass that. Rachel spends most of the movie, you know, chained away and just being something that Charlie has to kind of chase after. But at the end, she delivers a final blow. So it's kind of a way of evening out her role through the whole movie as just being a captive woman waiting for him to come find her. Yeah, she pretty much saved the fucking day. Yeah, she's like, all right, man, I'm going to blast this. 
Yeah, let her let her do something badass uh, at the yeah. end. Yeah, I think that's that's awesome. You know, it's funny you you mentioned Chase and Kirsty Swanson is in a movie that I thoroughly loved as a kid. I would watch it all the fucking time. Um, it was called The Chase, and it was with Charlie Sheen. And, oh boy. Um, uh, Henry Rollins is in the movie. Um, and, uh, there's a, there's a bunch of people that are in the movie, but, uh, it's like, um, Charlie Sheen is like an, he's an escaped convict and he takes her hostage, um, and they're in this car chase and he's trying to get to Mexico. Basically he takes her hostage with a candy bar. She thinks it's a gun, gun. but he, but he has a butterfinger and he puts it up against her back in a convenience store. Hmm. And, uh, and yeah, and I'm pretty sure Anthony Kiedis and Flea are both in there at one point too. There's like, Flea like is? Really, yeah, and Anthony Kiedis, but yeah, and Henry, Henry Rollins plays a cop in the movie. Awesome. He's one of the cops chasing after them. I recall. And they're, and they're on like a cop, like, and they're on like a cop's show, like the the like TV crew is in their <laughs> That's funny. And, uh, yeah, but uh, I, I, I would definitely, I, I highly recommend watching The Chase. I, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I always, I, I watched the movie so many times as a kid when I was younger, uh, whether it was on like HBO or whatever. But I, I watched it so many times, and it's, it's a fucking awesome chase, chase movie, uh, with, with Charlie Sheen and Christy Swanson. So, little and side notes. I'm Jeremy's in this movie too. I'm definitely watching. Oh boy. I mean, I I'm not gonna sit there and say that he's one of the reasons you should watch it, but also, uh, I don't think there's he's a lot of good races of uh, humanity right now either. So maybe <laughs> there's a lot of other better reasons to watch the movie other than uh, Ron Jeremy being in it. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, check that check that one out. A little 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 nugget you can enjoy there on the side uh, outside of side watching nuggets. Highway to Hell because uh, I think we can all we we all can all agree we we recommend watching Highway to Hell. I think it's yeah, definitely. It's, de- it's definitely a movie uh, worth watching. I did want to read though what happens to all the characters after they escape from hell. Uh, there sure. is like a little epilogue at the end. It says Charlie yeah, and Rachel. When I, when this it, happened, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, <laughs> "What? You, tra- you trying to ruin this?" <laughs> yeah, I should have just said the end, and maybe that was it. Or you know, you know, sometimes they do like a little one little thing, like Charlie and Rachel did this. And then yeah. they did. You know, at the end of the movie, sometimes they do that. It's like a little what they did later on in life thing. But it's like a sentence usually, not like a, this entire thing. Yeah, instead uh-huh. of what you're about to read, I wish it just said the end. But then it says Hellcop <laughs> will return. Hellcop will return. Yeah, that would have yeah. been fantastic. Uh, but no, it says Charlie and Rachel got married with their parents' blessing. Their journey through hell inspired Charlie to develop the phenomenally popular video games Hell on Wheels dog in hell and i'd rather be living rachel opened a chain of hot as hell pizzerias and sometimes serenades the customers on the violin the two of them are very happy but they vowed never to take back roads at night again adam now lives with his aunt and uncle in cleveland i thought that was weird like i would have assumed that he would have ended up with charlie and rachel you know there's still kids yeah, i guess I so thought, i don't know i thought they were gonna like adopt him yeah, because how do you explain uh, that? Oh no, he's not. He's actually alive. 
Oh, we found this yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah, we found this boy who you thought was... <laughs> well, I guess they didn't think he was dead. They probably thought he was missing because they never found his remains. So he's like all those girls that were in those ad, the newspaper that were <laughs> missing. That's true. It'd be way uh, more fucked up if they buried him. And then he showed back they up. Adam? <laughs> Adam? Uh, so Adam now lives with his aunt and uncle in Cleveland. He has his own dog, but still sends postcard a postcard to Mr. Ben every Tuesday. That's excessive. I mean, well, you couldn't send him an email back then, man. Yeah. But every Tuesday? That's just once every a week. week? I gotta wake up every fucking morning and see 160 texts from you goofballs, so... <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> um, Sam still stays up late warning people about the highway to hell. He hasn't given up hope seeing Claire again someday. Well, somebody probably should have told him that... Uh, you th- Charlie should have told him what her deal down there, and then he could give up that hope. And how, well, how much did Charlie know about what actually happened to her? But she, but he talked to her, and she told him about how she's satisfied being down there, and she, you know, she's just, you know what I mean. He, Charlie Doesn't knows mean, she's not, co- she's not going to come back. Well, he's not going to give up hope for his girl like that. Well, well, also, Mister I mean, Ben now stars in his own dog food commercial, and for Bezel, the game goes on. Yeah, what is that? Two lines. He serves in his own commercial, so he has his own company. He's a dog. <laughs> I don't know. I why why did Charlie start making video games? He never alluded to enjoying doing that. Not at all. At, because why of did the Rachel arcade game in the beginning. Places? The arcade game in the beginning. That's true. I don't know. I just it has nothing don't. to do with Charlie, but it was there, and it was called Highway to Hell, and it was clearly the game Outrun. Yeah, that that cop was playing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then Rachel, was she that enthusiastic about pizza? <laughs> that she opened up a chain, a small chain of restaurants? Yeah, the she name was of the pizza, pizza, pizza car was her, her car. I, it was her car. It wasn't, it wasn't Charlie's. Oh, that was her car? I thought it was Charlie's I was, car. I can only assume based on the pizza thing. I guess. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. And then, and then who knew she really did like playing the violin? She did like that, but like... Just too much information. It was like too silly. It was like this too silly thing at the end. Yeah, I agree with Nick. It didn't didn't need to be there. But, but other than, other than than that, when it that says the end, though. just turn the movie off. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was hilarious. You know, <laughs> but, but other than that, uh, we can all definitely recommend Highway to Hell. Some people online think this movie is terrible. Uh, this is a really terrible film. The script was too weak. The plot has no strong base at all. There was no suspense or twist in the story. Moreover, it was full of unnecessary characters who actually has nothing to do with the story. The characters had no de- no definite purpose or consistency of any sort. Some of the characters were doing things which with which no sense at all. The acting was hilarious, and most of the action scenes were quite lame, totally unprofessional. Even if one can endure the acting of the main characters, but the acting of the side characters was a real eyesore. Not recommended. Chill out. <laughs> This other person said, I found this movie almost unwatchable. If you really like bad movies like Troll 2, then maybe you'd like this one. And a few mildly humorous moments, even though I didn't laugh even once. The jokes were stilted and stale. The production values were terrible except for a little bit of nice makeup. The plot made very little sense, and there were endless plot holes. I didn't find any of the characters compelling, 
but it was interesting interesting to see a few minor characters who would soon become big stars like Jerry Stiller. Soon become. What? <laughs> what? amazing i, I like mean, to say i'd like to say he just messed up and he meant to put ben i like the hope i i mean he did have like a second coming of his career like two second comings of a career right he had uh seinfeld and then king of queens so well, I, I don't think it was because of this movie though no this wasn't this wasn't his breakout role and he's up and coming what? <laughs> I, I recommend i recommend avoiding this movie i don't know some people just got their their sh- shit all twisted there well, I guess. I don't know. I, I just have you ever written a review for a movie? First of all, period. No. I I wouldn't even consider it unless it was like just wildly outrageous. Like I this never, random website. This movie was outrageous, but not like enough for me to put the time aside to write it. I've never written a review paragraph. on IMDb or Amazon. I've never took the time to write a review. I should start. I should make a special user account just for that and just go yeah. wild. I, yeah, I should I should come up with like crazy stories just so people one day see it and be like, what the fuck was going on here? And this person. I'm gonna make life. an account named Nick, and then your last name. No. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't just steal his identity online. <laughs> Jesus. Then at the end of every review, I'm gonna put your address in it. I live. Oh my at... god. <laughs> if I wow. pissed you off, here's my physical address. Come fight me. Oh. That's intense. I like the idea of someone being so upset about a movie that they ask people to come fight them. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee there's a couple of reviews like that. <laughs> you disagree with me? You come fight me at so and so X Boulevard. If you directed this movie or wrote the screenplay, come find me at Small Town USA at six six six. Come like get the, me. Let's fight. They give the address to a park that they go to every Tuesday at seven, and that's uh that's where they want to yeah. have their showdown. Yeah, if you want to meet me at this park, we can fucking fight. It'll take the cops a little bit to get here. <laughs> meet at the top of the hill. Yeah, we can give about 10 to 15 minutes to get punches in before somebody's going to break this up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any street fight has lasted 10 to 15 minutes. That'd oh, be man. rough. <laughs> Trust me. Well, next week, uh, we're we're getting so close to 300, and we're, we're coming up on episode 299 next week on the podcast. And uh, I've, I've realized we hadn't watched uh, – it, it, it's a, you know, s- some more staples of the podcast. We, haven't, we hadn't watched a movie that took place in space yet on this road to 300, and we hadn't watched a movie with barbarians in it. So no. why not combine the two and have space barbarians? No, this in, is going to be per- terrible. In the 1987 film Gore, G-O-R, Gore. I, I assume that's how you, or I assume that's how you pronounce it, gore. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's 1987. It's about an American professor who is transported via a magical ring to planet Gore, where he must God, help no. an oppressed country overthrow its evil king and barbarian henchmen. It's actually loosely uh, based on a novel called The Tarnsmen of Gore, and there was a whole series of books. That's uh, cool. The gore series uh, so there we go i was hoping it wasn't just like he wasn't transported to like 2021 america oh my god you're showing us pictures of things no one else can see <laughs> that's fine 
Well, no, I said it's G-O-R, not G-O-R-E. You wrote G-O-R-E on your piece of paper. Uh, I was just – what the second you said gore, I just started writing, and then I blanked Yeah, out. he's already on top of that, and then you spelled it. He's like, well, I committed. Although I yeah, suppose too late. that <laughs> it's, too late. it's literally the last letter of the word, so he probably caught you in time for you just not to put the E, but what can you do? No, I just totally ignored him after he said gore. I just started writing it. Oh, well, that's fair. All I was right, going to write well, the title on the hat anyways. That. Well, if you want to watch Gore with us, you can watch it on uh, Amazon Prime Video. So check out uh, Gore over there on Amazon Prime, and we will uh, be discussing that next week. This is Space Barbarians. What could possibly uh, possibly go wrong? But uh, we have, everything. We, we have we, we're combining uh, two of our favorite worlds into into Not one. Not good, here. man. You know Space, what happens in barbarian movies? Space you know and barbarians. In, yeah, I'm you know really involved. Like barbarian barbarians. I don't remember what happens in barbarian movies, so I'll maybe You'll I'll be, be reminded. I'm sure I'll be reminded next week. Uh, so for B movie breakdown, I'm Corey. Yeah, I'm I'm present. Nick is present. <laughs> I'm here too. And Pat's and he's here also too. Here. Sometimes friend of the show, the Pat. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the 